The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talks back. What's up? Welcome to a new episode of We Talk Back. It's your girl, AJ. It's Tam Bam. I love y'all. <laughs> hey, like I'm starting to love y'all a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> I'm hard on the whole. <laughs> I had somebody in my DMs like tell me that it made me them feel so good to hear that me say that I love them every week. I was like, I love you. And then I said it to her. I was like, bitch, because I do love you. <laughs> If nobody ever told Tam you. Tam Bam loves you. What's up, child? How was your weekend? My weekend was litty in the city. I got slowed down because coronavirus is real. But I, I feel like I just got over it. So I got like a little. You got antibodies. I got like a little a 30, 45 day safety net, you know, <laughs> where I just don't go crazy. And then I would go back into my uh, safe space. But I just. So you've been out there with no mask. I on, went. Busting it wide open. Listen, this, this really happened. No, I had on a mask. Sometimes. <laughs> right. Uh, I went on this dinner date on Friday night and I put on this dress that I got from uh, this little boutique in Charlotte called Timeless Chic. Shout out to Timeless Chic Boutique. But bitch, when I tell you I killed that little dress this weekend, like we walked in the restaurant and it was like a, a group. Uh, I guess it was a birthday party. It was men and women. And when I walked past the table, the table fell silent, bitch. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I know you see it. I know. And you know, because it's one thing when somebody thinks they're a bad bitch, right? Then a bad bitch actually walks in. It's like (laughs) crickets, crickets, crickets. (laughs) So the man who took me to dinner, his chest was pumped out all far. Like he had his chest like, yeah. You see the bitch I with, nigga. And this is exactly why we make men look better. Right. The fuck? Right. <laughs> now everybody want him trying to figure out why the fuck mm-hmm. you want him. Because them hoes at the table behind us, he's like, one of them is burning a hole in my head. She's trying to make eye contact with me. I was like, well, you looking over there, you need to be focused on the bitch in front of you because I feel like you wouldn't even notice that shit if you weren't looking at that table over there. <laughs> Something wrong with your eye, nigga? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say focus on the bitch in front of you. I said, would you focus on me? 
you start singing to him. <laughs> Goodness. I ain't about to ask no grown ass man to focus on me, nigga. If you ain't, somebody I'm is. I'll go fuck. up there to that table that fell silent. <laughs> Itty, meaty, body, moe. <laughs> Catch a nigga by his toe. <laughs> Uh, that was it. What else happened this weekend? Nothing else. Bitch, I do shit as per usual. <laughs> Work out. Yeah, you, you was in the gym. Mm-hmm. I seen you in the gym all weekend. I did a little bit of shopping. That's about it. I did, man. I tried to get in, get it in both days this weekend. Justice, you don't never want to have no fun no more. Who, me? Yeah, you justice. And like, who, me? Like, it ain't just me. <laughs> <laughs> no, the bitch is listening to the show. Yeah, I'm talking right. to you. I do be want to have fun, but I'm trying to do something. That's just all. And I have a small time window. Okay. Bitch, I need a million dollars by January 1st. Okay. I respect that. <laughs> I respect that. That's really what the fuck I need, man. And plus, like, you in Charlotte, there's shit to do. I'm not in Charlotte mm. right now. So, what the fuck down here? I'm in Charleston and it's like... Did you? I mean, there's a lot of nice places to go. There's a nice, a lot of nice restaurants. I eat. Mm-hmm. That's you about eat, it. Yeah. I'm gonna go out to a nice restaurant. But as far as hanging out, it's just like no place for like grown and sexy black adults. Yeah. It's always gonna be like mixed, which is fine. Well, you should create a place. But I could. And yeah, you make good food. I don't know. It's gonna get shut down because don't speak that over. Shoot your shit up in Charleston, yeah. dog. Niggas will shoot. Somebody gonna die in your spot, dog. It could be a oh, nice lounge. Goodness. It could be a cigar lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gonna die Don't in your shit, that. though. I swear to God. That's not true. And I'm gonna be on there like a, I'm gonna be out there like Olivia Pope dragging a nigga body out my club because you can't die in here, nigga. <laughs> you gotta die in the parking lot. Yeah, no. Don't open no. <laughs> don't open no lounge. Never mind. Don't do that. <laughs> That's no, scary. Man, it's whack. It's so many nice places, man. But it's like the music gonna be whack. I don't know. So I just beat in my little. I think song. I'm gonna go see Candyman tonight. I'm kind of like, let me tell y'all a story about my childhood. <laughs> so I've been like afraid of Candyman my entire life, and I have a traumatic story. All right, I was a little girl. My family, we were having family night. We were watching a movie and eating Chinese food, and the movie of the night was Candyman. And my mom asked me. She was like, "You sure you want to watch this? You can go upstairs and watch <coughs> something else." Cause this is really scary, baby. And I was like, I want to watch it. So I stayed down with everybody else and I watched that movie and it terrified the fuck out of me. And I ate my little Chinese food, went to bed. It was like, it was really late. The house is pitch black dark and my stomach gets the motherfucking rumbling. (laughs) (laughs) That's that cat. (laughs) And I was scared to go to the bathroom. I was terrified because it just pitch black and I couldn't turn on the light. So... My grandma had sent me a box of like, my grandma would send stuff down from New Jersey to, for me and my sister. And it was a box in my room. I took the box. I took all the shit, the contents out the box. <laughs> and I shit in the box, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I doodled in the box in my bedroom because I was so scared of Candyman in the bathroom. It's, my plan was to take the box out as soon as the sun come up. I was going to put it in the trash can outside. But what happened was I went back to sleep. I must have wiped my ass with a sock or something. I don't know. Oh, shit. 
My mama woke me up. So what the fuck is that smell in here? Why you smell like that? Uh-uh, get your nasty ass up. She beat the shit out of me for doodling in the box of my room. I was so scared. Dog. <laughs> what? Man, look, man, black mamas get on my fucking nerves. Like, try to understand what happened. Like, if you're... Look, if your kid ain't never shit in a box before, <laughs> I'm gonna need to understand what the fuck is going on first. Like, my first thing is not to just beat a kid's ass. I'm gonna be like, yo, why did you do this? My, why did you do this? My mama let me know that that was not okay. <laughs> That's all she did. <laughs> it's like, if I knew my baby was that terrified, dog, to shit in a box in the room, like, I would really be sad for beating her ass about that. The fuck? That's trauma. <laughs> Yo, what the hell? So, yeah, I'm going to try to release that trauma. I'm going to go watch the movie, and then I'm going to shit in the toilet after. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope you do. <laughs> I hope you do shit in the toilet. And then that's going to be my closure. <laughs> Remember that song, Dick in the Box? <laughs> it's the shit in the box. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. I told y'all that. This is between Bitch, us. We're telling everybody. This is between us, okay? And Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. 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 Oh, goodness. Hey, let me stop for this motherfucker up here in this closet. Right. Yes, I do record in a closet. <laughs> my sister, uh, it's big though. <laughs> one of my sisters, she works at SLED, which is South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, right? And she said she tried Candyman up there in the uh, bathroom up there. I'm like that nigga ain't coming to the police station. It's- Wait a minute. <laughs> Go she said on break. What? She did Candyman in the bathroom. I'm like, bitch, that nigga is not coming there. He was Wait like, bitch, you thought you was slick. I'm not coming up there with the motherfucking police. <laughs> trying to set Candyman up. <laughs> it's not like she's trying to fucking get her co-workers slayed. Like, why are you conjuring that man up at work? <laughs> Candyman ain't crazy. He is not going to slayed. He go to hell. Right. <laughs> Candyman locked up in South Carolina. <laughs> hey, like the rest of every nigga who come through this bitch, you going to get locked up. Fuck around, no bond. Oh, like you never gonna make it back with a fucking. Oh goodness. <laughs> oh goodness, that was funny. Yo, what the hell, man? <sighs> Look, <laughs> my stomach oh, hurt. No, me man. too. Goodness, that was funny. <sighs> yeah, I, I want to see Candyman. I used to like watch. I like for whatever reason, dog. I like scary movies. I just like to feel scared like that. And it's weird, but I like, I, I used to have like bad dreams, like something would happen, but I'm such a G now. I used to. I don't give a fuck. I be in here talking to ghosts and everything. I be watching The Conjuring in here by myself, just watching it. Like, it don't scare me, me too. no more. yeah. Oh, what's that other one? Not The Conjuring. It's another one Insidious. called. Insidious. Um, 
insidious bitch yes, that shit insidious that shit. that shit is wicked yeah, it, is. it is that's one of the ones i, I won't watch by myself. by myself i can't watch that one by myself not at night <laughs> the first one i watched with somebody and i watched the other by myself but that the the very first one insidious one that shit is wicked the exorcism of em- emily rose i watched that movie and then i tried to reenact emily rose like when she was all possessed on the floor that shit was hilarious we was in there drunk and high as hell and i was like <laughs> <laughs> Twisting my body up and making all weird sounds. They're like, bitch, get off the floor. Yeah, because you you know when you're drinking and smoking, you leave your body open. Oh, see, don't say no shit like that. <laughs> I was in a clubhouse room and they were saying, like, how how would one hijack a human body? Like, how would a spirit or something? Like, that's how, nigga. When you're not in your right mind, people commit commit. People commit murders and crimes and all that shit all the time, and then you end up in fucking jail and county. Like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. You think they be possessed? Yes, I do think so. Mm. I think so. Yeah, you got to be careful. Okay, well, I'm covered in the blood of Jesus, okay? (laughs) Looking around. Bitch, if your head has started spinning on that goddamn floor, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now, Tam. I'm going to tell you right now. Mm you first if my, <laughs> like, i'm not about to wait if my head starts spinning you gonna stab me bitch go call up yes. call the pastor don't kill me damn <laughs> look man if that shit start happening in real life like what else was you well i'm not about to risk you getting out the house it's me bitch it's me <gasps> hold on hold what on. if i start coming what to do I... the show like this go ahead say say your opening lines no, bitch, you about to be like, <laughs> turn your no, head slow and no, shit. No, say your open the lies. Hey, this is We Talk Back. This is AJA. <laughs> and this is Tam Bam, and I hate you, motherfuckers. Oh, <laughs> 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 Yo, you're joking as okay, hell, man. Right. But you know what I was about to say? Like, this would be the wicked shit. Listen, we ain't even went into what the fuck we really want to talk about today. But anyway, this shit is funny fuck, funny as hell to me. Listen, what if, you know what people be like, oh, maybe the people just don't say because they just know somebody's not going to believe them. But what if those, like, one-off situations with somebody who's never committed a crime, mm-hmm. like, and then they murder somebody, right, in their house or wherever, they, they kill somebody. But really what happened is that motherfucking head was spinning around. And I had to kill them. Who's going to believe right. that? As much as people believe in spirits, as much as people believe in the Bible, all these different things, when shit actually happens, it's like, you're crazy. Right. They're going to automatically... Like, if Jesus actually came back and niggas be like, yeah, that's Jesus. Y'all want me him? They'll be like, man, <laughs> like, you know, going to be like, man, who? who? Oh, ye, like, who oh, are y'all expecting little to come faith. back? <laughs> yeah, like, who the fuck are y'all looking to come back? Looking for to come back. What if anyway. what if Jesus came back and like he had a stutter, and he was like, my children. You're going to baby hell, man. Not like the whole big hell, but like baby hell. No, I just joke. He gave me this sense of humor, so. <laughs> but why you chose to stutter? Like what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna believe that's Jesus because we looking for somebody to come through and be super articulate. Nigga might be geeky as hell, Ain't man. Got a study. <laughs> hey, y'all boy, look up. <laughs> <laughs> Where we y'all chip? <laughs> uh, so what are we talking about today, right, bitch? Quit playing. 
I don't know. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> yeah. Commercial break. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So tell me about this fucking date, Tam. Who the hell you went on a date with? So, um, the date. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you look like that? <laughs> <laughs> I met this really nice guy in the this parking lot. And, and he was tall, dark, and handsome. And he asked me for my number. I gave it to him. And he asked me, did I want to go to dinner? And he had a black car come pick me up. And (laughs) we went to this nice restaurant here in Charlotte. And he's a really nice guy. He got his shit together. He's tall, dark, and handsome. And, like, he's got real potential. So I'm scared. So now bitch is running. What the hell? Why? I mean, but y'all just met, so it's not it's not like bad to be running now. But how do you how do, why do you feel like you're running? Cause he asked me out again for yesterday, and I was like, nah, I ain't say no. I just kind of make myself unavailable mm. because I'm. I think I and I I came to a conclusion. I might be a commitment phobe. If this nigga, if this nigga wasn't shit, and I was like, I never see any potential in him, I probably would have hung out with him again. <laughs> it's backwards. Cause now, cause the so, person like that, I know that there is this person can't hurt me, cause this ain't gonna never turn into nothing. 
So let me hang out with him. But when I see someone that's like got real potential to be something real, I get scared. Like, oh, this nigga gonna end up in Lake Norman because I'ma fall in love and then I'ma have to kill him and put it and you're gonna have to carry help me carry his body to the lake. So is that really commitment phobe or things that happen once you get committed to somebody? Because it's not really the commitment that you may have a phobia with. It might be like it's just the dumb shit that happens in relationships, dog. So let's let's Google what commitment phobia is. Yeah, let's see what the what the uh <laughs> so we can get a better understanding. All right, what is commitment phobia? If you fear getting close to people or making relationship decisions that have a long-lasting effect, such as getting married, you might have uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you might have commitment phobia. It is common to fear the unknown, but people with commitment phobia can extend this fear to other parts of their life, especially romantic relationships. So are you really, you really think like, so I can tell you about me. Let me see. I don't think I have commitment phobia because I be just going in the next situation like, I just get on some stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, shit, let's try it again, motherfucker. I'll go through like, oh, I never been hurt before. Like, bitch, I'm ready to love again. That's good. Fuck yeah, like, and if the shit don't work out, listen, I'll never have a problem, like, getting the fuck on through. Even if I'm 100, dog, I'm leaving my husband if that nigga ain't making me happy. <laughs> but see, <laughs> that's... You know what? Nigga, fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> That's the thing, because when I start loving someone, I never stop. I never stop. Like, even my niggas that I used to love, I still love them niggas. They can't come back no more, but I still... Well, that's... Yeah, you still love them. You're not in love with them, though, so... Once you love somebody, it's like, I always want to see you doing well. I don't never want nothing bad for you, but I'm not in love with you. So, of course, like, if you stop loving somebody, like, I'll stop liking you, but I'm not going to stop loving you. Yeah. So now you got this dude, he's a nice guy, mm-hmm. tall, dark, and handsome, mm-hmm. acting interested in right. you. But we also know as a woman, you always got to proceed with caution, man, because these niggas do be acting right. nice until you get them that pussy. Right. And then all of a sudden, da-da, nigga, I ain't shit, right. bitch. Ta-da! And look, I told you, <laughs> like, you didn't tell me anything. You were very nice. Right. You made me believe that you liked me in a way, in a different way, like on a different level. And now you're busy. I'm just so busy. Bitch, I'll kill your motherfucking ass. <laughs> so wait, while a nigga telling you he busy, so you ain't telling some other nigga you busy? Stop asking me good questions. <laughs> Girl, you a fucking serial killer, man. Girl, fuck you. Don't ask me shit that makes sense. Yes, girl, because we love, like, listen, I know, like, why are you chasing this nigga, this AV dick over here? Like, I just want your attention. Come, I'm like, I'm available. Like, we just can't stand when a nigga available. Like, you don't got nothing to do, nigga. Like, I, we want to chase too. Right. So when a man is, like, pushing on you, like, putting the pressure on you, like, you got to be ready ready for the pressure. Like, when you think you're going to be ready for the pressure? I don't know, man. I don't never press niggas. I'm not pressing people, whatever. I follow I follow their energy. That's how I end up in fucking relationships. Whatever type of time you on, I'm on that same type of time. I don't never make no assumptions. I just tell you what I ain't fucking with. And then if you want access to me, you'll adjust whatever the fuck you got going on. That's just how it's going to be. I know that's but, right. 
But when I like a nigga, I be available. That's why I try so hard not to like motherfuckers. Because then I become like little putty in their hands, and I hate that. It's the cancer in me. That's why you got to play the game, though. Like, you got to be available today. I know, but men like that. So you got to be available today, right? And then tomorrow, you got to ghost that nigga. Like, you got to keep transferring that energy. It's just ter- it's bad. We got to play these games, but that's just, that's the way love goes. Look, like, ho. <laughs> you said ho? <laughs> that's the way. Yeah. <laughs> ho. That's the way love goes. I don't know why the fuck we got to play games with these dudes. Like, I don't know why I can't tell you. Look, I, I'm fucking with you, nigga. I want to marry you. Like, I want to be with you. The, the problem is women be fantasizing about every goddamn man they come in contact with. Every dude you see potentially, you like it in your mind like, damn, I probably could have this nigga baby. Right. I could probably marry mm-hmm. him. But all while he's just trying to fuck. Right. Like- <laughs> you imagine his name, like his last name, like, hmm, Tamala Jones. No, the first thing I'm doing is like, what's this nigga sign? I'm going to horoscope.com and checking out compatibility. <laughs> that shit <laughs> is not doing. real. I'm pulling his natal chart and all that. Nigga, what time was you born again? What? what can you ask your mama what time you was you born? You believe in that shit for real. <laughs> I don't believe that all these characteristics and shit align because of when you were born. Uh, Well, mine. Have you ever done your natal chart before? Mm-mm. Oh. My shit aligns with me. Or maybe you align with it because you read it and now you start acting like what you read. Nah, because I don't be acting like shit. I just know some of the things in my natal chart are characteristics of who I am. That's just all. So I feel like even, you got to give take what you can get from the shit. But yes, I'm pulling niggas' natal charts. <laughs> hey, the dude you went on a uh, date with, what's his birthday? Girl. Don't get me the line. That's your favorite shit. I don't know, because I don't know. You don't know nothing about a nigga. I don't know. <laughs> what's that nigga last name do you do you gotta say it but do you know it what y'all he talking about it. at dinner he had said it bitch <laughs> 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 you ain't interested he did mention it <laughs> um, one of them times <laughs> no um I did talk to him we did we, did, we talked about um triggers and traumas on our, uh, well, it was our first date, but yeah, we talked about a lot of deep things. And he just got yeah, out of a relationship scared. in uh, January. Is he actually, I would have been asking, like, are you actually even ready for another relationship? And how long was that relationship? Because if he was in a five year relationship, two years. you ain't ready for no. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either, girl. Two there, two here. Yeah. I've been single since 2016. I've been out here. And I that's really not that long. It's it only feels like that long because we're in our 30s. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you were single for six years in your 20s, it's like, hey, fun time. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking crunch time for a bitch right now, bitch. You don't got no time to have commitment phobia if you really want a relationship. That's what I'm trying to decide. Do I really want a relationship? Because anytime somebody is seems like they could be potential, I get scared. And I run. Teach me how to love. Show me the way to surrender my heart. Nigga, I'm so lost. <laughs> All right, so past relationships. How you end up in a relationship? 
It just happened. Um, so, Are y'all no, talk about my it? last what? relationship, I was living in Europe. I didn't have any family there. I didn't have, well, I had friends and I had, you know, girlfriends. I think my my last relationship happened. I was vulnerable and I kind of just want, wanted someone there. You fell into like, it. Yeah, I really did. Mm. And then I only had one boyfriend before that in my life. And Shame. both of them niggas dumped me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so now I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> Why they dump you? The hell? So no, you I will. That. I will. Fuck it. <laughs> the first one dumped me. All right. Me and him were together from I was 16 to 26. So we were together a Shame. long time. And he had just, he moved to Atlanta. He was starting to get real money and he just wanted to be free. You know, we have been together since we were kids. So I get it. He just wanted to experience. He hadn't had enough experiences. Neither one of us had. All right. So uh, that's why we broke up. It's the best thing he ever did because after that, I left Atlanta and I moved to Europe. So I probably would have just been, if we stayed together, I wouldn't have had all these life experiences. I know. That's good. Then the the other one broke up with me because he couldn't handle my mouth. He tried to come back, though. But I used to talk real slick with him. So I have to have, uh, you know, that's something I know that I got to work on in my next relationship. I'm not going to be so spicy at the mouth. But I also have to be with a man that I respect, too. That's then that's all it is because you're not just about to just be disrespecting some grown ass man right. who doesn't give you any reason because I'm not a bitch. Me so neither. I'm a I nice wouldn't person. just be. Yeah, I don't want to be with anybody I can easily disrespect or just get so annoyed with to where I'm just cussing your ass out at the drop of a dime because that is that's just disrespectful. That shit is disrespectful, especially for a woman to be talking to a man all crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. But that's why I feel like I, I got to have a, like, I'm going to be scared. They're going to pop me in the mouth. Right. Me too. <laughs> I got to have a, a alpha, not even scared that they're going to pop me in the mouth, but just someone I respect so much that I wouldn't even try them like that. Like, th- Oh, there's just no reason to, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you even looking for a reason to try them. It's just like, there's never a reason for me to try him or him to try me. It's just smooth sailing. Relationships are not always going to be like, you know, you're going to have some fucking problems, but shit ain't going to be stupid to where y'all just got to be right. at each other's necks. Yeah, our, that relationship was toxic for so many different reasons. So, And those are my only two People boyfriends like in, in life. And ever since then, I'd be like, man, fuck a boyfriend. But <laughs> <laughs> I've had four. I've been in four relationships my whole life. And I feel like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me not lie. Hold on. I've had some situationships. Yeah, four. And then, you know, like, I probably had, like, one situationship. But, um, I don't know. You know, you gotta be, especially, like, that's why I always want to talk to women in their 20s, man. Because, man, the people you let have access to you, they're going to mold you. Like, they're going to, they're going to be, like, the reason why you end up where you are. Either they're going to be, like, good or they're going to be a distraction. Right, don't it? You know don't what I'm saying? Don't trade places with me, Miss Seeley. 
do better than I did. So you got to be careful, man, who you give your energy to, man, especially in your 20s. Like, you're supposed to be looking for your mate in your 20s, man, but have the real live discernment. God damn, man. I wish I could rewind, but I don't have no regrets. I sit up in that jail. I sit up in that jail. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, niggas going to be calling up here saying, you told Tasha to beat me. (laughs) You damn right, nigga. AJ and Tam told that bitch that. Uh-uh. AJ told that bitch that. Tam did not like tell I that said, bitch to hit nobody. It's a, big, it's a big brown reset button on the top of a nigga's No, it ain't. Like Y'all don't it. listen to AJ. <laughs> and if, if you got a bald head, you're going to really see it. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just pop that shit right No, quick. AJ. <laughs> this is bad advice. You gonna get somebody ass beat this week. This is good bad advice. Remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and look, we be right back, man. Let's pay some more fucking bills because right. we always got all these bills. Goddamn, it's like twelve bills at this point. Right. <laughs> but we'll be back. The final season of Power Book Two Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so y'all, we back. Let's hop into our dumb bitch uh, advice story segment. <laughs> dumb bitch story. You're so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. This week, I don't know, man. So this dumb bitch story, apparently 
from what I'm reading, this person may be in prison right now. And it's a woman. So um, I guess she got a celly in there. She listening to We Talk Back. We appreciate you, Prison Bay. It says, okay, so my sister introduced me to one of her guy friends. Mind you, I just got out of a horrible relationship, so my mind was still lost. We started texting back and forth, getting to know each other. He has a um, he owns a beauty supply store and also sells drugs, she mm-hmm. says. Um, let me re-say that. He owns a beauty supply store and is a street pharmacist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I didn't mind because most of the guys I date are in the street shit, are into street shit. So he took me out of town for my birthday. We went to a five-star hotel. He bought me all type of designer shoes and clothes. Took me to the best clubs in town. We had a great time and the sex was great. After we got back from my birthday trip, he asked me if I could start making trips for him. You know what Mm -hmm. that means? I agreed because I was broke coming out of my last relationship and I had two kids to feed. So I take a trip, you know, from, I'm not going to put these city names in there. So I took a trip from point A to point B, making $250 a trip. You driving for a nigga for $250? Hell no. The fuck? $250. <laughs> See, that's why your ass in jail right now. You wasn't smart. <laughs> Finesse. That nigga probably, when she, when she accepted that $250, that nigga probably was like, yes. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, so um, that shows the value. I'm just telling you. Anyway, let me uh, continue how, on. So, can we just say um, how far was point A to B? Um, 10 minutes. No, point A to B was roughly, I'll say an hour and a half, two hours. Dang. I'll say about, let's say three hours. I'll say three hours. Three hours for $250? Yeah, yeah. you could just work for Uber. It might be two hours. I'll just say two hours. So yeah, $250 for two hours. And then that's four hours around. Yeah, trip. you could have made more doing Uber or Lyft. Exactly. All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so she does. she does mention, she said, which was not great money, but I needed it. So one day, one of the customers died in an apartment where he stored his stuff. He called me to come down and clean out the apartment before he calls the cops. I drove three hours there, leaving my kids. So it is a three-hour trip. Mm-hmm. There it goes. I drive three hours there, leaving my kids with my mom to do so. So I get down there to clean out the apartment and put the stuff in my car. Is a dead one body thing- in there? No. I don't, she put drugs in her car. Yeah, but the, the person who's dead is in the house. Yes, yes, oh, hell yes. No. Once we got done cleaning the apartment, I called the cops. Once he was gone, because he didn't want the cops to know he was there, and reported the body. So she's, she's saying that he instructed her to clean the apartment out. He left. And once she cleaned the apartment out, then called the cops to report the body. And she? And she does so. And that's why she in jail? Listen, let me finish. They came and took a report. Gave I gave them the name. I gave them my name and number. So I went to his house once the police did their job. Forgot to tell y'all he was married. She said I told him I I um I told him I told the police exactly what he wanted me to say, and we had sex right before I left. So they so fucked with driving, the dead body in there. Girl, you ain't listening. So apparently, this, it is all mixed <laughs> up how she's writing this. So apparently, once she left, she 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 did what he told her to do. She cleaned the apartment out, put the stuff in her car, called the police once he left, and then he then she now drives drives back to where they're from, oh. and now she's at his house. Okay. 
Yeah. So they have sex and then she leaves. She says, so as I'm driving home, I, I got pulled over with all his drugs in my trunk. The police found eight ounces of crack, five zips, five Ziploc bags of pills and three pounds of marijuana. So they locked me up because I refused to tell them where I got the drugs from. So I had to sit in jail until I saw the judge to find out what my charges would be. Come to find out the lady that died in the apartment overdosed on some of the crack that was laced with fentanyl. You know that shit. That's big right now. Rampant right now. Mm-hmm. I know. It was um it was a crack they found in my trunk. So my bail was set to two million dollars. Mm. While I was in jail waiting for trial, I found out I was pregnant with his baby. Damn. Um, I had I had my family put their house up to help me get out of jail and get a lawyer. Once my family came up with three hundred thousand dollars, I was released. Once I got released, I was trying to make contact with him. He blocked my number. I tried calling his mom. She blocked my number. I went to the store and they wouldn't let me in. So once my lawyer got the paperwork, um, it turns out he was the one that called the cops on me and had them pull me over. To put an end to the story, I'm in jail right now doing 25 years for being a ride or die girl. Love, dumb bitch of the year. Damn, this is a sad story. That's horrible, actually. That's a horrible story. Yes, it is. Doing 25 years. Let that be a lesson, bitches. That reminds me of that movie, Broken Down Palace. You ever seen that? Mm-mm. These girls were on a trip abroad, and they met some guys, and um, they were, like, getting drunk and having sex and just being young. And these men set them up with drugs on the on a flight, put drugs in their bag to make them, like, a decoy for the big load that was leaving. And they went to prison in Thailand and had to do time in Thailand, like, years. Is that a real story? Yeah, it's based off a real real story. story. It's called Broken Down Palace. Wow. Yeah, man. Young women, man. And then she has two children she left out here. Like, you got to be real careful when dealing with people. He knew he had a dumb bitch at $250. I'm going to just say that first. Once you accepted that to actually do trips and shit, like, he spiced you up, took you out of town, bought you some nice shit, and then immediately trying to put you to work. Don't be giving these niggas y'all home addresses because you know what that mm-hmm. means. If somebody says wish they want to send some shit to your address, you don't do that because Coastal will show up to your shit. Damn, sis got all 25 right. years. Dang. All for yes, caring about a, a nigga because that's all she did was care about him. She was accepting. Did she care about him or was she trying to get money for her children? She cared too, though. You you in there. He was married. Cleaning up drugs, taking up drugs and calling the police and a nigga could never, I would never who do what? Not, you couldn't even call me on the phone about no shit like that. I would hang up and block. I would change my number right, right, right. there. Don't call me about no shit like that. Are you stupid? Hell no. Listen, I ain't never been a down ass bitch like that. Mm. I done been in some real nigga shit, but I done been <laughs> in some, some real nigga shit, shit too. I put myself in. Right, but not like it's that. not gonna be some shit. Yeah, that's that's kind of wicked, man. Man, I remember in college, me and this nigga was smoking some weed in his car, and campus security got behind us. And I was like, nigga, hurt, pull over so I can get out. And he said, what you mean? <laughs> nigga, this is not Bonnie and Clyde, bitch. Let me out this motherfucking car. Are you stupid? Girl, y'all already caught at that point. Was you going to get out and run? Oh, no, he let me out. He drove fast. They went right behind us. And I was like, pull over and let me out. Did he get locked up? I don't know what happened to that <laughs> Hey, 
look, for the record, any men listening, we are not no riding dog. Not with that nothing, shit. Not play. with that shit. <laughs> now, I ain't telling. You can count on that. I ain't going to open my mouth. I ain't telling shit if somebody come back. They going to have to do their First job all, now. I ain't going to be able to tell shit because you can't tell. Don't tell me shit. So if they ask me anything, but I say I don't know, that's the truth. Right. <laughs> Yo, boy, you got to be more careful, man. I'm so, I feel that bad. That is so sad. sad. That is so sad. Like, I want to write her back. I want to write her. I want to send her a care package. But then she might ask for some money. Can people in jail get care packages? <laughs> You could buy, you could put stuff on a canteen. Like, I think you can send, I don't know. I would assume she's in federal prison. There's no way she's in a state prison. You know, state prison, you can like send them like canteen packages mm-hmm. through this website or whatever, whatever. But I don't know about um federal prison. You probably just have to send them some money. But they may have the same like canteen type system. Dang. Where you could send them like candy bars. Like they'll package this stuff up and ship it. But you have to, the shit is inflated too. It's so much like a candy bar might cost five dollars. Damn. Yeah, so you getting a box of bullshit that you probably would pay fifteen dollars for at the grocery store. You paying fifty to sixty dollars for to send it to them in prison. Damn. That, the prison system is real wicked. Like oh, it you, is. It's, this it's person is slavery. in prison. No, the person is in prison too, and now you also punishing a family. Mm-hmm. You trying to get as much money extorting their family to take care of them. Because mm-hmm. what can that person do from jail? They can make the couple dollars. A month or whatever working as, in there, but that's not going to pay for nothing. They slaves, exactly. They be in there printing motherfucking the license plates and doing all kind of different shit, working, cleaning the streets, working for the city. A lot of free. things are made mm-hmm. for damn near free. Man, that's why we got to make some changes in the black community. Man, it shit, it's it's real. Um, it's just like a helpless feeling. It's just a real helpless feeling, man, when you be trying to tell. Ladies, don't be moving no dope for these niggas, especially if you're not getting paid. And be smart. Because that is not getting paid. No, be smart. Hey, look, I need a percentage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one taking all the fucking risk. Exactly. He called the police on her, fucked her, then called the police on her so she could go to prison for his drugs. Because because he knew he couldn't sell them drugs no more. Could he have? Because it's a death on that fentanyl lace drug, right? It's a body on it. Yeah. So that if it, she got to be doing federal time, because then that that escalates your charges. Right. If a if a if a murder happens, um, in the commission of a crime, like whatever the crime mm-hmm. is, that shit, man, that little scale that they got for federal time, man, that shit is crazy. That shit is hella crazy, man. Mm, mm, mm. That's sad. Well, stay strong, sis. We love you over here. We talk back. Keep tuning in. And we have no advice. We don't have advice for you because you're already in there. We have advice for women that's just not... Or women who out here doing that type of shit because they need money. Be real smart, man. If you're going to do that shit, be smart. And make the payout worth your... It's freedom. Just don't do that shit because niggas gonna, in prison be having hella bitches. Men in prison be having a lot of women. Dog. Oh, I know. I went to prison. What? Women don't be having nobody. I went to jail to see this nigga that I thought was my nigga one time. <laughs> and you had to sign in and I seen that other bitch name on the signing book from earlier. I'm like, ain't that about a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I 
what? Yeah, I would punish his ass. You can't never get me back on the phone. How you gonna have this bitch come <laughs> see you earlier? He used to send me checks from the jail. They used to look like income tax checks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> Yo. Uh, and look, that's all the fuck we got for y'all. Yeah, week. that's it, man. <laughs> that story was stressful. That story stressed me out. And why I feel hot? The fuck is happening? You hot because that shit, that story, man. That's that's a sad story. That could be a movie. Girl, I'm not gonna say that could have been me, but boy, you are so dumb. You are really dumb for real. I was in some shit a few years ago, Tam. You know, but not that type of shit. That right there. Listen, I don't know. I would have been trying to get money together to get the fuck. Once I had made that three hundred thousand dollar bond, duh, I was definitely out the country. Yeah, I would have tried to get up out of here. I'm sorry. Bitch, I, you got niggas but then you in up. from then your mama, South America. But, not South America, but But then go they're going to take your mama house. How? Oh, yeah. That, well, they better still pay that bond, but <laughs> Look, I'll send y'all money from Cuba. <laughs> but when I tell you I was going to catch a Greyhound bus to Miami, bitch, if I had to swim that 90 miles from Miami to Cuba, I was out of there. <laughs> I can see that lace wig like, floating in the water now. That bitch is not playing. She out. <laughs> bitch, I turned to a mermaid. You talking about 25 years. What? Excuse me? <laughs> I can't do it. All right, y'all. Listen. If you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> <laughs> tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your girl, AJ. Follow me on Instagram at AJHoliday2.0. Also, y'all know it is We Talk Back Podcast on Instagram. We want all them dumb bitch stories. Ask a black friend. Keep engaging. I like it. We like to comment back. We like to message y'all back on Instagram. We want to stay engaged with our listeners because we love y'all. For real, for real. It's official Tam Bam on Instagram. I love y'all. God bless you. Good night. (laughs) Bye, y'all. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, now streaming only on Hulu. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.